What does it take to be an entrepreneur, and how is it changing in our ever-evolving business landscape? This is Scott Galloway, host of the Prop G Podcast, and an entrepreneur myself. Right now, we've got a special three-part series running all about the future of entrepreneurship. We're answering your questions on work-life balance, how to raise capital for your business, and more. Because when you're an entrepreneur, it's always important to look ahead at what's to come. So tune in to the future of entrepreneurship of Prop G Pod, special sponsored by Mercury. You can find it on the Prop G Pod feed or wherever you get your podcasts. How's it going, Chiefs Kingdom? And welcome to episode 74 of the Great British Super Bowl Champion Chiefs Show. With your boys from the kingdom, representing the kingdom, myself, Brad Simcox, and our headlines editor, Tom Childs. We are back, and this time we get to crow about the Super Bowl champion Kansas City Chiefs to our heart's content. To help Chiefs Kingdom ease into a new season of Chiefs football, Tom and I are on hand every other Tuesday here on the Arrowhead Pride Podcast Network as we lead up to the new NFL season. But first... Thanks for coming, everyone. Mum, I'm just going to say it. We're concerned about the way the firm is being run. Where's my sherry? Damn it, we're hemorrhaging countries. Even Barbados wants out of the monarchy. And Scotland's talking about walking. Don't worry about Scotland. Leaving is their only bargaining chip now their oil's worth crap. We all think we need younger, fresher eyes in charge. The younger the better. I think what we're saying is we need someone younger but also older than the younger ones. How we doing, Tom? Long time no speak. Well, we spoke last night. Well, um, yeah, that was that was drunk. That was drunk fuel. That was alcohol fueled drunkness that, from your part. Yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, well, I was happy. My Arsenal beat your Newcastle, and I happened to be there. I was in Newcastle. I was having a lovely curry. I'd had a few bevies, and I thought, let's call Brad. And uh, as you reminded you that we were back on the show today, because you completely forgot. <laughs> I did actually, yeah, I had actually yeah. a few drinks last night as well, so yeah. just bury me sorrows, drown me sorrows from yeah. losing yeah. to the, the Cockneys. What do you know about education, you melt? Yeah, it's been, it has been a long time, but funnily enough that, uh, believe it or not, as much as we get along, it's, outside this podcast, we don't really talk anymore. I know, I'm, <laughs> starting, to think, I'm starting to think our friendship's just like fake, it's just yeah. four, isn't it? We're, we're more colleagues than we are friends, that's that's all it is. <laughs> And this is actually like, last night was the first time I've spoken to you, what, since the last Great British Chiefs show, which was, what, Yeah, the third week in February after the Chiefs won the Super Bowl. It's been, it's been a long time. How's it been? How have you been doing? I'm all right, mate. I've, do you know, I've really enjoyed just the quietness of the whole, se- the whole off-season. Yeah. We've had no <laughs> talking from any of the, the other fan bases because we put all that to bed. Mm-hmm. We're proud that, that we're obviously Super Bowl champions. Yeah. And I've just kind of laid off Twitter and social media and just kind of just soaked it all in. It's been nice. It's been really nice. What yeah. about you? I've taken a full-on Chiefs break. Like, <laughs> honestly, I think because I've been covering this team now for a few years, like day in, day out, VP. Yeah. I kind of just gone through the motions this offseason. I, I, honestly, I think last season was so exhausting. The whole yeah. thing was so exhausting. It was just all Chiefs all the time that I just had to take a break. And even though I was still doing our headlines every day, I wasn't really reading any of it, to be honest. I was just kind of just like going through it and just like copy-paste here, copy-paste here, oh, that I do, like type. And I wasn't really like engaging it or really taking in any information. And yeah. I kind of was that way through the entire free agency period, through yeah. draft. I just kind of let everyone else do it for me and I like, just let everyone else just like get on with it and get excited and I just I just kind of chilled like I'm so like relaxed and like ready to talk cheese now because it has been like three or four months of nothingness for me but honestly it I cannot recommend it enough like I, I shouldn't be saying this like you should absolutely be reading our headpride.com every single day like you should be hitting every article reading all that but sometimes it's just nice just to take a like a little bit of a break from something and then realize actually I do miss this and I do want to talk about it again, but just switching off has been, it's been wonderful. It really has been. 
absence makes the heart grow fonder, doesn't it? Yeah, even though you absolutely butchered that. Yeah, I you're, did, you're all right. <laughs> you're absence right. You're makes right. the heart grow fonder. Yeah, and they've, they've, they've got us back as well. AP have asked us to come back. Season three? I'm Ron Burgundy. Of the Arrowhead Pride Great British Chief <laughs> Show. So, you know, we must have done something right last year. They obviously wanted us back. Um, maybe we can take top spot from the editor show as the uh, number one podcast on the AP network. This, oh, this... Yeah, are we back to claim our crown? Is that what it is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Move over, Pete. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, talking of crowns, we've got to talk about it, haven't we? Do we have to? <laughs> <laughs> now, we have di- very varied stances on the British monarchy over here, yeah. don't we? Because yeah. I'm very much, I, I'm quite proud of it. I quite like the whole kind of pomp and ceremony and the whole tradition of it and everything. And uh, there's some people out there, especially in America, that love to watch it, they tune in to watch it as well, because yeah. they think, I think a lot of the time they're just thinking, what the hell is going on over there? Yeah. <laughs> but you have a very different viewpoint on the monarchy over here, don't you, Tom? Oh, I can't stand them. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I, cannot, I just don't see the need for them. Like I kind of got it when... Henry VIII was around and Elizabeth I and maybe even Queen Victoria, but I just don't understand the need for a monarchy in 2023. They cost us so much money. Like people say, I'm sorry, I'm going to go on a bit of a rant here. People say, here we go. Tom Rant. Oh, they're going to say, oh, but they bring in so much money as well. People will still visit London because the buildings will still exist. Just the assholes inside it won't. Like people will, oh, just, uh, I just don't get the need. Like, why? Why should I have to respect someone that got born into a position? I just, I don't know. Lisa, <laughs> like politicians are dickheads. Let's be honest. They are all dickheads, right? No matter which country you're in, they're, they're all dickheads. They are dickheads. But to a point, most of them have earned their way to their positions. They have worked their way to positions. They aren't born next heir of... Chesham MP, are they? They're not. No. They're not. They're not. They're not born a state governor of Alabama. They're not born that way, are they? No. They have. They have to put in a bit of work to get there. Whether it's dodgy, whether it's legit, whether I don't know, but they have to do an element of work. Fracking royals are just born into this power and wealth, and it winds me up no end. Entitled assholes. Abolish the lot. Honestly. Abolish the lot, eh? Wow. Honestly. It's been nice knowing you, Tom, before you Honestly, get just, get rid, just get, get rid of the lot. What is the point in them? Like, we've got, it's, again, we've got starving children in Britain. We've got food banks galore. We've got a cost of living crisis. We've got an inflation crisis. And we're spending hundreds of millions of pounds just so some old head can just walk around with a fancy crown on his head and wear gold clothes and make him look like the the, the pointless baddie in Star Wars. What was his name? Snoke. Like, <laughs> just honestly, I hate it. I hate everything about it. You feel Get quite strongly about this, don't you, Tom? I, I just, <laughs> honestly, I just don't feel... I, in 2023, there is, a... there is no need for... It should have ended. When she when the Queen died last year, Yeah, should have just got rid of a lot there and then. Just wrapped it up. <laughs> that was the opportunity. Honestly, was the opportunity it was right basically there, like Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick should have retired the day that Tom Brady left Tampa, uh, New England. Yeah, and that's what should have happened with the royal family. As soon as the queen died, royal family go, nah, it, we're done. There's our legacy. That's it. We're done. Sorry about all the bleeps. Sorry, sorry, <laughs> sorry, Steve. Sorry, Pete. But I showed back, and I've had about ten already. That's, <laughs> but that's how strongly I feel about it. Just, just, just get rid of a lot of them. And I know there are going to be so many pro royalists that over here in the UK that listen to this show who are hating me right now for for this. But I tell you what. I haven't even mentioned Prince Andrew yet. Oh my God, he went there. Oh, there, there there's, there's the worst part about it. Like, and I won't go too far down that one. But rabbit if you know, if you know the Prince Andrew story, that in itself is enough to abolish the monarchy. <laughs> like, come on. The only sound parts about the monarchy are Harry and Meghan. We want privacy. And the British really? tabloids have done their, and people like you have done their absolute best to get rid of them. No wonder they want to go back to America. Fair play to them. <laughs> Get away from those bigots as much as they can. Like, wow. honestly. 
Tom, get I, I, I mean, I was going to come back at you with something like, you know, oh no, we should have it. It's part of our history, and, blah, 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 and how much money they bring in for the tourism. But mate, you're on you're on one, aren't you? Well, it just makes me laugh. Like, there's a post going around that's funny because I did see it. It's like, oh, seeing like the the, the red arrows, which are just like planes oh, basically great. come on you can't, you can't they are no no they are great but seeing people like post oh only the brits do it like do it like this and then i saw a post that said have you ever watched an afc game afc south match between fruit two three and eight teams they have flyovers all the time <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <It's> like... <laughs> yeah we have planes too <laughs> yeah yeah oh no one does parades like this they do in north korea um yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> come on russia's having one soon i think aren't they? Yeah, well, they're a parade soon yeah, yeah just get rid of the lot of them <laughs> honestly the only king in my life is patrick mahomes and he earned it he earned my respect well right. yeah yeah exactly that yeah he is the the, the king of the super bowl and king of yeah. the nfl right now as well he was at the yeah. met gala and everything he's just he's just kentucky definitely. derby he's at the oh, miami yeah. gp yeah he was there the as well he was there with brett veach did you see that was he both of them taking photos outside of i don't know which team it was but um yeah, Mahomes and Veach were stood there with the, the, the thumbs up kind of thing. I thought, hey, that's nice. They're all getting on. <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> it's just not, not not like a full friendship like ours, mate, do, is it? Do you reckon they just look for any excuse to go back to Hard Rock Stadium and just relive that night? Well, to be fair, yeah. I mean, I would like to do that. Just go back to, you know, just have a look around the place thinking, I was sat there when that happened, that yeah. moment. Did you, you know. go to the Super Bowl, Brad? You should have mentioned it about a hundred times. Yeah, I've not mentioned it before, <laughs> haven't I? <laughs> well, no. Um, talking about like the off season, what I've been doing. Um, I've been watching a bit more of the Royals. There's, a bit, there's a quite a bit of a theme going on here, isn't there? Royals, yeah. Kings, you know, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I've been I've been getting into it. I've been uh, at a local baseball place that we've got up in the in the northeast. It's probably the only one we've got, to be honest. Not yeah. much around here. Um, so I've been trying that out with my son. And yeah, just taking it a bit of the royal. It's probably a bad time to start watching the royals. You took the words out of my mouth. <laughs> I was about to say, of all the years to follow the royals, yeah, like yeah. now is like, the time. I, I get thinking. my my. I only know how bad the royals are doing purely because of AP alumni Ken Swanson. He basically tweets every day how bad the royals are, yeah. and that's how I. That's how I get the Royals updates. And every single day, it seems like it's an absolute car crash on that side of things. It is a car crash um, right now, yeah. So, yeah. Um, why this season? Why now? Like, <laughs> I have no idea. It, it's so strange. It was one of those things I thought, you know what? I've not really tried baseball. We play rounders over here, don't we, in the UK yeah, yeah. for some reason. It, it, at the schools, we play rounders. And um, I don't know if it's classed as softball or something like that. I don't know in, in America. But rounders is very similar to baseball. Mm-hmm. Um but you use a, a bat with one hand, and I thought, you know what? I was pretty darn good at that at school, so I'm just gonna have a have a bit of a go of it in the nets. I tell you what, mate, I'm slugging them. Really, mate, I I miss my my vocation in life. I really have. Really, I'm slugging these things. Yeah, could have been a pro baseball player. Well, yeah, yeah, but you know, time's not on my side now, is it? You know, so now you're getting on. Now you're getting on. <laughs> I'm getting on a bit. Yeah. Anything I'm else like, in the I'm off really season? Uh, do you, because before people complain, this is the ultimate filler show. Like we are here, what we're here for another four months of this, basically. <laughs> so don't don't rush us, <laughs> don't rush us. We will build into it slowly. There's no there's no need for us to go into season predictions on the 9th of May. There's no need for us to start talking about training camp cuts on the 9th of May. We have got plenty of time for that, and there are a lot of shows between now and training camp. So yeah, yeah. If, bear with us while we get before we get there. We're going to talk about some filler, and we have been asking you guys as well what you want us to talk about. So send us a tweet if you want us to talk some nonsense about other stuff in the way you want us to talk on a specific ch- subject about the Chiefs. That's fine. Just keep sending us tweets because this is your platform as much as it's ours for the next few weeks because it is 9th of May and there is and there is a reason why we are only recording the show every two weeks and not every week in May. Well, we do have some tweets already that have come in. Uh, what Chiefs Kingdom is actually doing filling in its time right now? Um, and we got one from Waterman, uh, the Waterman, at the Waterman on Twitter, and he's basically watching Aussie Rules football. Um, oh, great sport. Great, great sport, sport. honestly i great. cannot recommend that sport enough i've never played it always wanted to but i watch it a lot it yeah. is phenomenal it is a great sport it, it? honestly like people if you've never heard of it 
Go find some time. Go watch Aussie Rules football. I think the season's coming towards an end now because I think it's like a winter sport over yeah. there, which is obviously summer in Australia. Um, but yeah, check it out. It, it is phenomenal. And like, it's long. It's really long, but you guys follow American sports. So you guys are used to that. Um, it's much longer than, say, a, a soccer match, but it is phenomenal. You should check out Aussie Rules football. If you like big hits... Yeah, um, just big guys running, clashing into each other, and stuff like that. That's and long the sport for you. men with long hair and tight shorts as well. It, honestly, yeah. it, it, it looks like it, it looks like <laughs> it should be it should be like uh, a scene in Top Gun. Top Gun Three should be Aussie Rules football, not volleyball. Um, Shelley uh, at Arrows and Cheese on Twitter has also said that she's spent she spend money on Chief Swag. Now that that's something I can actually relate to. <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah. over the years I've been spending a lot of money on Chiefs yeah. swag. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's a good pastime. You just sat there in the off season and just 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 buying up all the Super Bowl champion stuff. You know, yeah, all the t-shirts, the caps, everything like that. Have you actually, mm-hmm. actually have you bought anything other than? I got the, a t-shirt. I'm not wearing it. I got a t-shirt. Yeah. yeah. Um, I've got to make some room for some more. I, I think, think I think it's in, I think it's important to capture something from the the win. Yeah. Uh, I'm not really big on programs or like models or helmets and stuff like that. Like, yeah. but t-shirts, yeah, I'm all, I'm all for. So I've got, I've got a t-shirt, and I'll continue to collect them as the Chiefs go on and win more Super Bowls. Yeah, no, sounds good. Uh, and Happy L Cookie, is that the right? Have I got that right on Twitter? Uh, between watching football and MMA, I've been glued to my Xbox playing Destiny Two, missing the NFL so bad. I think, yeah, I think at the minute it's just very much gaming consoles, watching, you know, watching mm-hmm. programs and stuff like that, just to kind of whittle time, whittle down the time. But yeah. I mean, we're complaining about not having football at the minute, but we've, you know, as Chiefs fans at the minute, the seasons or the off seasons getting really short. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I mean, I we haven't got a lot, long time to wait. No, I suppose. We? If you're a Denver Broncos fan, it's a whole six weeks long, longer, isn't it? The off season, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. Didn't think of it that way. Yeah, no, exactly. You know, we always we always complaining. No, oh, the off season's a bit short at the minute. No, no, it's a good thing. It's a real good yeah. thing. <laughs> um, so, uh, so yeah. Don't obviously keep them coming in the in the Twitter on the on the Twitter chat. Just let us know how you're feeling in your time because we're doing very much that on this show. <laughs> <laughs> What does it take to be an entrepreneur and how is it changing in our ever-evolving business landscape? This is Scott Galloway, host of the Prop G Podcast and an entrepreneur myself. Right now, we've got a special three-part series running all about the future of entrepreneurship. We're answering your questions on work-life balance, how to raise capital for your business and more. Because when you're an entrepreneur, it's always important to look ahead at what's to come. So tune in to the future of entrepreneurship of Prop G Pod, special sponsored by Mercury. You can find it on the Prop G Pod feed or wherever you get your podcasts. One thing we've got to talk about is, well, we're going to get into the Germany chat in a minute. Um, but what I, one thing I do want to talk about briefly is um, we have to talk about the draft in a little bit, don't we, Tom? We've had the other shows briefly about um, all the draft content we've had from Arrowhead Pride has been fantastic, by the way. The guys that were are actually at the uh, the draft party and everything on day one, all the way through the weekend and stuff, you know, the the, the work they've been putting in. Shout mm-hmm. out to everybody at Arrowhead Pride that have been doing that because yeah, the, the, the content has been phenomenal. And it's great that they had this opportunity to really showcase what Kansas City yeah. Is like, I mean, the stage was the, probably the biggest stage they've ever made, yeah. right outside Union Station. Um, the crowds that were there, they were backed right up the hill, weren't they? Yeah. Up to the monument, and it's just, it was phenomenal to see. Um, just even just watching on the TV screens, it must have been amazing being there. Yeah, yeah. Quick shout out to RKJ and his team; they absolutely yeah. smashed it. They did. They really did. Um, I think I think they got like seven or was it six of the seven player write-ups or something they they done really yeah. well i think they they regard really they well. missed one of them i think they missed one morris when they but they got the pretty much the rest of them so yeah no well done well done to them fair, fair play i i couldn't do it <laughs> i generally couldn't sit there and grind through that much tape and write write up some players or, or appealing i'm not talented enough but um, or knowledgeable enough, but and not drinking yourself play. into oblivion while you were there, <laughs> enjoying yeah, exactly. yourself. <laughs> exactly, no, but fair play, fair play. Um, I actually didn't catch the draft. Um, <laughs> shock. Um, <laughs> I didn't. I saw bits and bobs, but I was in the states myself on a business trip. 
business um, quotation yeah, marks. I, I was in Florida for a couple of weeks and um, I caught bits and bobs when I could, hmm. but I didn't want to be that guy, you know, when you go out with like people yeah. who aren't into the sport and you're like, oh, do you mind if we go in? We can just, so I can just watch the draft and then I just go and ignore them and just sit in the corner. <laughs> watching the draft because i've done that before we won the super bowls years yeah. and years, years ago but um yeah so i didn't want to be that guy but i caught bits and bobs like i was i was lucky enough next to a tv when my homes and kelsey walked out and it's yeah. funny it's funny because my boss who knows nothing about american football and he went he saw my homes walking out and he my boss turned around and went he's arrogant isn't he <laughs> 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 and i and i just laughed and he's like why are you laughing and then i just listed off like my home's accomplishments in his first five years and then i went would you be arrogant if that was you and my boss was like absolutely yes, absolutely <laughs> yes i would <laughs> uh, that did make me laugh that i i tell you what the chiefs had their nuts out swinging didn't they that weekend on the bits i saw any excuse to show off they took yeah. it and absolutely they should. They're defending Super Bowl champs hosting the NFL draft. Like you're finally getting to show KC off to a grand stage. They're never going to host a Super Bowl in Kansas City. So the draft is the next best thing. Yeah. And the fact they're doing it as defending Super Bowl champions, it was just wonderful for them to do that. For for Mahomes and Kelsey to walk out with the Super Bowl trophy and then for Kelsey just to get on the mic and just do his gimmick again. It was just honest. <laughs> you, you have to admire it. Even like even the bit because I did see see the the pick as well live the the Felix pick. Mm. Even the fact that they had two trophies on the stage stay next to the mic on the stand, and all of a sudden they just bring out Clark Cump with the third Super Bowl. We're like, <laughs> again, like look at this, look at this. You will never get this. You will never get this. Like it's just like. <laughs> I, I loved it. And yeah. Uh, yeah, I just thought for them to then go and draft a homegrown kid as well, that that's kind of topped it a little bit. But for what I did see at the draft, Kansas City showed out big time. And um, oh, yeah. they, should, they should be immensely proud of what they accomplished over that weekend. And obviously the team that put it all together, what they've obviously been planning for like two or three years now, they, they, they put on a hell of a show. Made you proud to be a Chiefs fan, didn't it? it I mean, these these are... We, we mention it all the time. It's a golden era of Chiefs football right now. Of course it is, yeah. You know, you know, and and quite rightly, Clark Hunt is is reveling in it. And obviously, mm-hmm. Mahomes and Kelsey are. And and like you said, to see that and to rub the faces into uh, the fact that the Chiefs are current Super Bowl champions and everything. Yeah. It's just, yeah, I, I was very much grinning from here to here when I saw that. And it's funny because you saw a lot of the other fan bases on social media, didn't you? Just like, yeah, this, is, this is absolutely unacceptable behaviour. Draft. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it was it was funny. It was just just hilarious to watch. Just it's, it, the whole celebration of football, but also the celebration of the fact that this city yeah. has got its chance. It's there. It's in the limelight. I mean, there's so many things. All roads are leading into Kansas City right now. Yeah, We still need an NBA team. Still needs an NBA team. I'll just, I'll just ice hockey first. After going it's to an after going to an ice hockey game in Tampa, I went to the 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 game where the Leafs clinched the series against the Lightning. Yeah, and it's the first time I've been to ice hockey games here. I've never been to an NHL game before. I went to an NHL game. Happened to be a playoff game. Happened to be a game six. Had, was an elimination game for Tampa Bay Lightning. Yeah, and honestly one of the most fun nights I've ever had at any really? sport ever. Honestly, it was phenomenal. The atmosphere was electric and like there were so many Maple Leafs fans there as well. And obviously they clinched the series. Yeah. The game was pretty good as well. And after going to being able to witness that, I actually said to, said to the guy that I was with, I said, I really hope Kansas City get an NHL team because the basketball, they've got it anyway, because they've got the Jayhawks down the road. They've got, yeah. they've got, they've got Mizzou as well. But if they can get, and they obviously they get the tournament every year at the Sprint Centre as well. So they don't really want is it T Mobile Centre now? Apologies, don't sue me. Um, but if they could get if they could get an NHL team, that would be ideal. Perfect. Yeah. Kansas City needs an NHL team, not an NBA team. Well, they need both. Let's just say that. Yeah, I would never that. leave. <laughs> I would never, never leave. leave. <laughs> yeah. So you're not a Maple Leaf fan then? 
No, no, no. I'm, I'm a Rangers fan, actually. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, okay. And you're not like me, just saving yourself just in case there is an NBA team or an, an NHL team out there that's coming in. in no, case, no, no, no. I'm no, saving no. myself for an NBA team. I really am. Are you? Yeah. No, yeah. I'm, a Mav, I'm a Mavs fan. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mavs. Yeah. 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 Dak Nowitzki, your best European player ever. So. so you would never change if KC had a, an NBA team? No, 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 no. no. Rangers, Rangers in the ice hockey. Mavericks in um, basketball, Chiefs obviously football. Yeah, Jayhawks of college football teams. Royals, Royals baseball. And I don't really have a baseball team. Do you not? All right. Um, yeah, we touched on the draft. Um, you're not going to get any insight from us about any of the players and anything or anything like that because um, I mean, our our kind of watching the tape is as soon as we drafted the players, I was like, right, straight to YouTube. So <laughs> look yeah. what they're like. What are they like? Let's have a look at them. Um, what did everyone else say? Let's regurgitate their opinions and pretend that they're our own. Like that's not yeah. coming because like, there's a lot of that as well. There is a lot of that during, during this time oh. of year where people like I'm not naming anyone, but there are a lot of people that don't really come up with their own opinion, shall we say? Yeah, and and uh, just regurgitate someone else's. And um, yeah, we're not going to do that because. It'd be a waste of your time and a waste of our time. <laughs> it's <laughs> probably already been said on the previous shows. On yeah, the, on yeah, the, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, but I, what I will say is that uh, let's talk about the off-season plan in in, in general because mm. I think we'd be doing the show our head pride a disservice, the listener a disservice if we didn't give our opinion on how the off-season has gone. Because obviously, free agency was quiet. It wasn't Very quiet. There wasn't like a big splash. Well, I suppose there was in Joanne Taylor, but. Um, Things went the way that I expected in certain positions and the way I didn't expect in other positions. But let's let's talk about probably the biggest move of the offseason. And that was lo- losing Orlando Brown Jr. Mm. And self-pat on the back, Tom. <laughs> because last offseason, I was very much on the do not pay Orlando Brown Jr. train. Yeah. And I have been for a very, very long time. And it was wonderful to be proven right, <laughs> honestly. Yeah. Because he didn't get the deal he wanted. And I have, do find interest in what the Chiefs have done at the tackle position since. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, they signed Juwan Taylor to play left tackle originally, but now it looks like he's going to stay at right tackle. And is it Devonta Smith? Not Devonta Smith. Devonta, the guy that was at the... Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the left tackle. I've forgotten his name. Forgive me. Oh, God. Bad. We Will literally signed no. him last week. Will <laughs> no, no, I cannot remember. I'll, I'll let you dig that one up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it looks like uh, Jawan Taylor was going to stay at right tackle, which I'm actually okay with. And like some people have been like annoyed if Jawan Taylor doesn't play left tackle, but I'm of the opinion where it's absolutely fine to pay a lot of money to a right tackle. Like I get the whole blindside thing. I get left tackle is one of the premium positions in the NFL, but the Chiefs had the best right tackle in football for about four or five years in Mitchell Schwartz. And it made such a difference to the offensive line. Donovan Smith. Donovan Smith, sorry, not Devonta. Devonta Smith (laughs) is the uh, receiver. Donovan Smith, (laughs) yeah. Yeah, yeah. and just having having that right tackle shored up, even if it's you're you're probably overpaying him, who the hell cares if Mm. you're overpaying him? Because you've now in a position, if Jawan Taylor stays at right tackle, he's a very, very, very good right tackle. We're in a position, again, left guard, Sorted, center, sorted, right, right guard, sorted, right tackle, sorted. If there's a little bit of a drop off at the tackle position, left tackle position, you can take that. Like yeah. it's not ideal, but you can take it. And it's not like Orlando Brown was some well beaten left tackle. He absolutely wasn't. He had his flaws. Like Donovan Smith is going to have his flaws. Like any young guy would have his flaws. But if you've got four quality starters at the other positions, mm-hmm. you can make up for that. So I'm all for Jawan Taylor staying at right tackle for a season or two if if needs be because yeah. we've had premier right tackles before in Mitchell Schwartz and having those guys makes such a difference. And when you've got an offensive line like the Chiefs have, four out of five positions, which are top five in the NFL, you're going to be fine, especially mm-hmm. with a quarterback like Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. And they've just backed it up with uh, one-year Morris as well, haven't they? Exactly, uh, yeah. The drafted uh, offensive I think tackle, the tackle... So- 
I think the tackle positions, we're not talking about training camp battles now, but that tackle position in this offseason is going to be such an interesting watch because there's a lot of bodies all of a sudden. So all of a sudden, it's a really crowded room. And um, it's going to be interesting to watch how that plays out in in training camp and obviously in preseason as well. It's interesting to see where uh, Orlando Brown Jr. went as well, isn't it? Do you think that was? Do you think that was on purpose, or do you think that was just? Oh no, they're giving me the, more, the most money anyway. But do you think? I think, he's gone to... just, I, I think he probably just took the most money. Do you um, reckon, or did you think he actually? There was a bit of the the, the part in him there just thought, you know what, the Bengals are making moves at the minute, and they're the ones that the Chiefs never really kind of get over unless it's in playoff football. <laughs> I mean, there could have been an element to it, but if he was that way of thinking, where like he's going to let principles rule over his decision making then you would have thought like potentially playing for the Chiefs protecting for Patrick Mahomes would have enabled him to take a bit more of a discount with the Chiefs maybe he would have taken that deal that Brett Veach offered last year mm. maybe I'll take a little bit of money because a bit of money off because I get to play for the Chiefs get to protect Patrick Mahomes to me that doesn't seem if he says no to that why would he say oh, I'm going to take less money to get one over the Chiefs yeah, like so I just think he took the deal which was financially best for him, and it just happened to be a team that was desperate for a, a left tackle, and um, probably got him at about the market value. And um, I didn't hear any rumblings of the Chiefs offering him a similar deal this off season, um, but I don't, I don't maybe he wouldn't have taken it if it was the Chiefs. But he was yeah. requesting a lot though, wasn't he? Oh, it was yeah. a lot of money he was Good requesting. Reasons. Was, didn't he want it to be the the most highest paid or something yeah, like that? Highest, highest paid tackle, nineteenth. So wow, yeah, no, I, I mean, yeah, I mean, thanks for your service, Orlando Brown. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, I think the Chiefs have done the right thing to move on. I think from that and uh, and and obviously get kind of cheaper at the position as well. Uh, yeah. I think that's got to be the key thing on that, which seems to be the the theme throughout all of this off season. Is it seems to be all about value now, doesn't it, with Veach? Um, yeah. it, it seems like that you know we're getting cheaper in some areas, and it, dare we say, it, is it a rebuild year? <laughs> Another I mean, one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm I'm quite happy with how they selected in the draft and the positions that we needed in the draft as well. And it was just really kind of shoring up both trenches, I suppose, uh, both sides of the trench. Um, yeah. You know, it seemed as though that that's what Veach was was kind of like retooling on, and mm. we weren't really um, we weren't really treated, I suppose, to that star wide receiver signing that we. No, all I want to talk about position. We are light. Very we light. are really light. Surely we have to go out and get someone. We have to, because mm. we can talk about the wide receiver room a little bit more detail now. But like, we lost Juju, we lost McCall. We, we lost them two, and who did we gain? Rice. Uh, that's it. That's it. And Rice is a rookie, so we all know what happens with rookie wide receivers in the Andy Reid offense. Mm-hmm. They hardly feature. Get stashed. Get stashed. Justin Ross is coming back. Injury concerns. Kadarius Tony. Injury concerns. Yep. MVS. Amazing in the AFC Championship game. Best game I've ever seen him play. Unbelievable mm-hmm. against the Bengals. Could play like that every week. Fine, he's number one receiver, but yeah. that's not going to happen. Sky Moore, second year, expecting him to pick up. Yeah, okay, fine. But then, what else is there? Did I say Justin Ross injury concerns? Yeah, yeah, like, you did. Yeah, Justin. Like, Ross. I mean, that that's the other thing as it's, well. It's like, and and also we we have the unicorn in Travis Kelsey, who is just basically a big wide receiver. Yeah, but he's another year older, and I know he has an insane ability to be available. Like he is never injured that guy. Touch wood. But at some point he's going to have to slow down. It might not be this year, but at some point he's going to have to slow down. And I just don't feel like the chiefs have the bodies in place for Mahomes. I, I feel like it's some crazy experiment with Brett Veach is just saying, you know, like he did with cornerbacks where he's just like, I don't care. I'm not paying for a premium cornerback. I will just, let it ride out. I'll go get some guys and I trust that our coaching staff and I can I can pick out talented enough guys in late round drafts to come contribute. And I've got a feeling that they're starting to see the wide receiver position is that way in the same sense. Like, yeah, because 
we, we just need bodies. We need yeah. bodies. Andy Reid and Mahomes will do the rest. If you keep if you invest in the offensive line, you keep Mahomes standing up. It doesn't mm. matter who's a wide receiver. You could line up Tom Charles, Pete Sweeney, Brad Simcox. It doesn't yeah. matter because eventually those guys will get open, or Andy Reid will scheme one of them open. That's 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 why I feel like we're hap- it was happening with Brett Beach in the receiver position. But I do worry about it. Yeah. I do like I I would love to see a premier wide receiver in this room. Like obviously there was talk about them going after Odell Beckham. He ended up going for an insane amount of money to the uh, to the Ravens, and I really wanted Beckham. But what was it? One Not year, that price. One year, eighteen million net. No, no chance. No. But I would really love it if the Chiefs could make a play for DeAndre Hopkins. Because, yeah, but he seems quite because, adamant now he's staying, doesn't he? Yes, because no one's come in for him yet. Um, I, I just, I would love to see that jog- juggernaut. You know, like with, it's already a juggernaut of an offense, and it is, and it will always be a juggernaut of an offense with Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey. But I just kind of want it to go next level. <laughs> like, I don't know what the next level is from juggernaut. I don't know what the step, like apocalyptic mm. for NFL defenses. You you add D-hop. Like you had nuke, you go nuclear. Like honestly, like you you are gonna destroy teams. You're gonna destroy teams anyway, but you're gonna destroy teams to the point where they never want to play you ever again. Where they just live in fear of Kansas City for the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. And I think you're gonna need to do it in the AFC because the AFC is gonna be a shootout again this year. It's gonna be it's gonna be one hell of a conference. And I just worry that if we're putting all our eggs in like the Tony basket, being our number one wide receiver. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I feel about that with a guy with such bad injury luck in his yeah. career. So I know, okay, you can argue that D hop and has had injury concerns himself, but this is another body. And when he is on the field, he's going to be outrageous. So uh, that's my main concern of the off season. Not all the other positions. I'm okay with. Yeah. We're probably a bit light on defensive tackle, but wide receiver right now is the position I'm looking at thinking I, they chiefs can't be done. They cannot be done. This cannot be their group. They're going into the, uh, into the preseason with. Could it be Veach's theory here? Like we saw it obviously in Super Bowl fifty five. It was a it was a you know, the issue was the 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 all line. Um Veach shored that up. Chiefs went on and won another Super Bowl. Do you think that's probably set in his mind now, thinking, yeah, we just need to sure up those trench, you know, those trench positions and make sure that keep that keep that uh, number fifteen standing upright and make sure yeah. that, you know, nothing else Nothing else touches Patrick, Patrick Mahomes, and like you said, let him do all the work. But I'm very surprised. I am, I'm very surprised in the Mahomes era that we don't have quality players, top level veterans that want to actually come and play with Patrick. That's what I don't understand. And Andy Reid, I don't get it. I, you'd think somebody like D Hop would be like chomping at the bit to come to, to the Chiefs just to you know get his chance at maybe a, you know playing in another AFC championship game or getting to a Super Bowl or even winning another one. You know, it it just just it it's crazy to me to think that there's nothing like that lining up. There's nobody lining up to come to the Chiefs. And that's mind blowing to me because I thought we'd have so many people, so many opportunities, so many options to improve this team. And yeah. it's like nobody's prepared to take that that wage cut just to come and start winning some Super Bowls. It's weird, don't you think? Yeah, it's weird, but would you do it? I would if I didn't have a ring. If I'd made me money, if I was somebody like D Hop who had already made my money. Yeah. And the only thing that I that, that that was missing was a ring in the cabinet. I don't know. I, I think I think for me at that age, I think I would be very, very sorely tempted to go and get one. It's part of the reason why I think Frank Clark will be back. Yeah, I think he'll be back, you know. Because he's 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 another one that's not going to get the deal that he probably wants. Mm-hmm. Even though he was very good last year. Yeah. I don't think he's gonna get a deal that he wants. And I think he's gonna look at the Chiefs, and the Chiefs will probably offer him another deal. And, <laughs> and, and then he'd probably say, actually, do I take a little bit of less money and go back to the Chiefs and run it back again? Like yeah. go again. I've I do think Frank Club will be back. Um anyway, sorry, I sidetracked. Um <laughs> yeah, I it's hard for us to say because we're not in their position. Mm. Like how much does winning matter? Is winning the BON Endo or is it making your money, right? To mm. secure your family and generations to come financially? Is what is your motive behind playing the sport? Like, yeah. So, is it legacy or is it financially? 
Yeah. Yeah. Is your yeah is your legacy a ring on your finger or your family? Like, and it is possible to do both. It is, yeah. it is possible right. to do both. Let's 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 not beat around the bush. But, um, yeah, I, I would I do it? Probably. I think I would. Yeah, maybe. maybe. You had that one thing missing and you just think, you know, I don't want to be I don't want to be in the pub one day when I'm going to see all of the, the former players of my era and I've just played in that era yeah. and they're all wearing the Super Bowl rings and I'm not the one that has one. Would you be tempted? Yeah, FOMO alone is bad for that. Um <laughs> Yeah. I yeah, I probably would. But I understand why NFL players wouldn't. I but do get this but also the- you were the other other thing with the, the hot Hopkins argument is that the Chiefs and the Cardinals also have to agree to a deal themselves. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They have to come up with a compensation package that both teams are happy with. Mm. And we don't even know if conversations like that have started or even have happened yet. We we are completely just spitballing here. We have no idea whether it's the intention of the Chiefs to sign DeAndre Hopkins or even attempt to. But what I'm saying is I feel like the Chiefs need someone else. Yeah, and if they can get someone like Hopkins, great. If not, they need to look to the next tier of receiver, and they need to add whether that's in the free age, what's left of free agents, or mm. trying to trade for someone else. I, I don't know, but they at this moment in time, of all the positions the Chiefs have addressed in the off season, like they look like they sort out the defensive backfield, the offensive line is a lot of depth. There's you now got some extra edge players, like there's an, another linebacker that's been added into the to the mix. So that I feel like they've added depth everywhere. Yeah, this this receiver position, unless they know something about Justin Ross, which we are complete none the wiser about. I look at this receiver room and think. Yeah, it's a bit light right now. Yeah, because when you look at the likes of the Bengals and the Bills, our rivals right now, yeah, their wide receiving calls are phenomenal. Yes, and the Chiefs don't you have, have when you when you talk about the but the key thing about talking about the Chiefs when it comes comes to wide receiver, you have to include Kelsey in this conversation. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. You have to include Kelsey. He's He's too good, too important, takes has too many targets for you not to include. It, it's not necessarily a receiver conversation. It's a pass-catching conversation. So you take yeah. the Bengals, for example. You look at the, you're going to say their wide receiver room is phenomenal because you're talking about Tyler Boyd, talking about T. Higgins, you're talking mm-hmm. about Jamar Chase. Yeah. That is, that, that's who you're talking about, really, yeah, yeah. is those three players. And you think, oh, those three wide receivers are phenomenal. And if you compare them to the Chiefs' top three wide receivers, Skymore, MVS, and Kadarius Tony. You think, oh, okay, yeah, the Bengals blow the Chiefs out of the water when it comes to wide receiver. But if you swap Sky Moore with Travis Kelsey and you go Travis Kelsey, MBS, Kadarius Tony, mm. all of a sudden it's a completely different conversation. Yeah. The problem that we we have is that the Bengals and the, the Bills and teams like that also have very capable quarterbacks, have uh, very capable tight ends and have very capable coaches as well. Mm. And they are absolutely loaded. So the Chiefs need to keep up in this arms race because the AFC is an arm race. You only have to look at what's happening in New York at the moment. Aaron Rodgers has gone there. And now all of a sudden, the house is going to New York and they look like they're going to have an offense capable of keeping up with their defense. And they're going to be a great team as well. So I just don't want the Chiefs to be left behind. And right now, is you shouldn't be saying this as Super Bowl champions. I'm just concerned that we have our hopes pinned on players with rough injury history questionable injury history yes yes yeah i would agree with you there and we always like the fact that big name player will always draw attention as well but if you've only got kelsey as the big name player yeah that's going to cause issues with with, with obviously with kelsey you know in, in the new season so and also, I, I Juju think was so reliable as well. He was. He was really Juju good. Was, he's such a big loss because he was that extra guy in the middle mm-hmm. that could make the contested catches. It could, and apparently Rice is one of those guys as well. But it, I just I enjoyed watching Juju play receiver uh, for the Chiefs. Like it was him that got the holding call. It was him that beat James Bradbury that mm-hmm. on the third down in the Super Bowl. He was the guy that Mahomes was going to to try and uh, secure the win. So difference um, maker, isn't it? Yeah. He's, yeah. He's, 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 he was a, a big loss. And I, but the deal that he got, was it free for 30 from new England, similar to what we've given MBS. Um, I'd have liked to see the chiefs pull the trigger on that one because I was a big Juju fan, but obviously he, he had his heart content on going to new England as well. He really wanted to play for Bill, Je- Bill Belichick, but yeah. Um, just one more guy, please Kansas city before we get. Yeah. 
And, and, and I would really like it to be Dehoff. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's definitely somebody I would definitely like to see there. But, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, we can't play down the fact that we've got some nice new players there, shiny new players in, in, in available for the Chiefs now. And and I'm really interested to see what uh, Rice can do in this team. But like you said, Andy Reid just doesn't seem to play them in the first season. Uh, we've had we've had that with Sky Moore. So maybe, you know, Sky Moore is the guy that steps up now. But mm-hmm. um yeah, I, I, I'm with you. Questionable. It's very questionable at this moment. But, I mean, we can't be really down on it. We're still Super Bowl champions. And that was even a retooling year as well. So Exactly. There you go. Maybe mm-hmm. maybe Veach has unlocked something. Anyway, we've got anything else to talk about? Germany. They're like Germany. the biggest subject of this entire show. <laughs> like... <laughs> <laughs> Have we got anything else to talk about? Oh, yes. Germany. I was just looking, was just looking through the notes going, here, get to Germany in a minute. He gets Germany in a minute. Nope, he's still talking about D-Hop. We get to Germany in a minute. I thought we were going to swing back around to the monarchy for a second as well there, but no. <laughs> uh, yeah, let's talk about Germany. Yeah, let's talk about Germany. So um, apparently the, the schedule is going to be out soon. Is it the 11th Thursday or something? Mm-hmm. Meant apparently. to be. It might be delayed, apparently. We're, um, we're, we're told in the in the, the media world that it might be slightly delayed, but I'm I'm focusing on Thursday, and I'm hoping we find out a lot more information about where the Chiefs are going to be playing, who they're going to be playing, and give the fans a bit more time to make some arrangements, for goodness sake. Mm-hmm. It's late um, this year, isn't it? The, the, uh, they've never, they've never um, revealed the International Series so late. No. It's normally, they normally get their own little reveal a few weeks before the NFL schedule. And um, here we are. November next week. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Here we are. Nearly middle of the May and we're none the wiser. Like I have started planning. I'll not lie. I've booked hotels in Frankfurt already. Well, that's, that's where it's expected to be at, isn't it? Apparently there's no other, there's no other kind of city in, in contention with this at the moment. We all thought it was going to be Munich or Frankfurt, but apparently it is leaning towards more that it's going to be Frankfurt. Yeah. Which I'm happy about. I've been to Munich twice, but, um, Germany's a great country. I've said this on this show before. It's going to be a hell of a time. Well, you wanted Frankfurt, didn't you? Yeah, I did, yeah. That was yeah. the main area that you wanted. So you yeah. might, you, I would I would claim that as a win for you, mate. Yeah, there we go. Well done, Tom. Um, is this, is, back, Tom. Uh, who are we going to play? It's got to be the Lions, hasn't it? Because apparently the Bears, mm. the Chiefs have protected the game against the Bears now. Um, so they don't want they don't want to lose that game because they know that apparently loads of Chicago will bring a lot of fans to Arrowhead, so they want to keep that game in Kansas City. Mm-hmm. That's fine. It's your prerogative. You do what you want, Kansas City. So it's going to have to be someone else, and it has to be the Lions. It looks like we're going to get a repeat of the first international series game involving the Chiefs. Um, I hope the score line's the same. Um, <laughs> what was it? 45-10 we beat them that day in Wembley? Um, yeah, so um, yeah, we'll just have to wait and see and see what the NFL come up with, but I'll be very happy if they announce that the Chiefs are playing the Lions in Frankfurt mm. this year. Imagine that, Dan Campbell's Lions. Like that's a that's a t- that's a tough ask for the Chiefs. That's uh yeah. that's not going to be an easy out. Like despite what they're doing with running backs, it's a bit odd. But um, yeah, yeah I'll be. Okay, well who we play though? That's the, that that for me. It's that's just them playing it. No, I mean they could be playing anyone. I don't. I really don't care. It's the celebration aspect of it. Mm. That the fact that you know we're all going to be heading up to Germany. Yeah, the Chiefs are going to be playing. Um, whoever we play, it's by the by to me. Um, yeah. You know, it's like I said, it's the celebration of football, and uh, we're just there's so much, there's so much going to happen in Germany. I think the celebration wise, it's going to be. I think it's going to be better than what the the UK games are going to be like. Oh, I think so they're going nice. to be better than that. So yeah, I can't wait. Like we're going with or without a ticket, with or without a media pass. Do we qualify for media passes these days? I don't. I don't know. Um, Pete, yes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he does. <laughs> uh, we could be like, um, what was it? Uh, Inglorious Bastards when Brad Pitt's dressed up as the Italian at the end of it. Buongiorno, oh, Buongiorno, <laughs> Gorlami, Gorlami, <laughs> Antonio Margareti. Margarete. I'm trying to get into the stadium. Margarete. <laughs> Say that name again. Golami. Golami. <laughs> that film is an absolute masterpiece. Uh, see, uh, Greto. Um, it is a masterpiece, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Bongiorno. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Us uh, so with the white suits on. Um, you know, yeah, but I, I hope to get tickets. If I don't get tickets, I don't care because German beer is <laughs> incredible. 
I'll just be in a beer hall somewhere, just drinking, drinking my life away whilst watching the Chiefs. We've said that a few yeah. times about the German beer, though. It oh, is mate, it's phenomenal. It's, it's the I, best I, beer in the world. I can't wait. And when they do announce the game, I'm hoping that we might have a little podcast, maybe a little emergency podcast on there yeah. on the network, a schedule one that we can come on and jump on about and talk about the uh, the uh, Germany game. But if they do announce it or when they announce it, honestly, get yourself over there. Yeah. If you haven't got a passport. Get yourself a passport, book some flights and come because it's going to be incredible. It's going to be the close. If you've never been to a Super Bowl, it will be the closest you get to going to a game like the Super Bowl mm-hmm. because that's what these international series games are like. They are events. They're not. They're not. They call them regular regular season games, and they are in terms of record. But in terms of the event, they're not. Yeah, they are. They are like mini Super Bowls. Uh, they're they're phenomenal. And in Germany, it's going to be even better. I, I I'm going to be interested in seeing how the German fans are in the stadium because if you ever watch the Bundesliga, they are mm-hmm. crazy, aren't they? They're crazy about sport. They're crazy about the, the team that they that they support. So to kind of transition that and, and put it into an American football team that they actually follow and support as well, because we've got some big German fans over there. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're massive into the sport. Um, we know one, obviously, Kramer. Shout out to Kramer, who uh, he, he comes over to some of our watch meets in the UK. He just flies in for the UK watch meets. And it's mm-hmm. not even going to a game. He comes and joins us. So, you know, he's such a big fan. Um, I've been speaking to Daniel as well uh, on Twitter, who's part of uh, Das Kingdom, who's a podcast over there. And he's been uh, chatting with us as well. So it'd be good to uh, to meet up with some of the, the German fans over there and have a few yeah. German beers with them and stuff. Yeah. It's just going to be so much fun. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of fan base. A lot of like the diehards are going over as well from, from America that we've been speaking with. Um, it's just going to be just a party atmosphere. Like like Tom said, it's like a Super Bowl atmosphere. Everybody's there repping the team, no matter who they are. Uh, are you going to play the Jersey lottery? Are you going to ch- Jersey bingo? You're going to, you're going to play that while you're there? Jersey Bingo, get all of the teams, get a photograph of all of the. Oh, right. I didn't know what you're talking about then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jersey Bingo. Yeah, yeah, yeah obviously. Get yeah. Every, you got a photo, photo with every team of the NFL, don't you, with the fan? Apart when you see a Bengals fan, you just spit on him. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't condone, they might, they might spit, I don't on condone spitting on anyone at all. <laughs> Unless it's the royal family. Um, oh. I joke, and I joke. I kid. I kid, I kid, I kid. You'd have to You're going to be done for treason, you, son. I know, yeah. yeah. I have to go back to Florida and stay out there. <laughs> <laughs> leave leave your days out in Florida. That's not yeah. a bad idea, is it, really? Yeah, yeah. Right then, should we call it a night? Let's do it. Let's do it. As the first one back, that weren't too bad. It's not bad. I mean, there's quite a bit to cover, wasn't there? You know, the Chiefs off-season, there's quite a, bit, a few things that have happened while we've been, you know, just sunning ourselves. Yeah. Sunning ourselves. It's been it's been nothing but rain <laughs> over here, hasn't it? <laughs> yeah. but, um, but no, it's good. It's good to be back going to be uh, looking forward to some of the news coming out hopefully there's more news coming out over the next few weeks as well because well, uh, by the time we record a show eurovision would have happened and we we'd be one step closer to know who's going to be premier league champions no one so, cares um, yeah. about either of those yeah, they do. all right then that's all we've got time for this week we'll be back in two weeks time to link up with you all again and give you our thoughts on the latest news coming out of chief's kingdom hopefully there is some uh, however, you may get a bonus episode when we finally hear the Chiefs' plans for the Germany game this year, so stick around for that one. Uh, but all that's left to say here is, from one kingdom to another, we'll speak to you again soon. What does it take to be an entrepreneur, and how is it changing in our ever-evolving business landscape? This is Scott Galloway, host of the Prop G Podcast and an entrepreneur myself. Right now, we've got a special three-part series running all about the future of entrepreneurship. We're answering your questions on work-life balance, how to raise capital for your business, and more. Because when you're an entrepreneur, it's always important to look ahead at what's to come. So tune in to the Future of Entrepreneurship, a Prop G Pod special sponsored by Mercury. You can find it on the Prop G Pod feed or wherever you get your podcasts.